Are you ready to find out what your pastor never told you about the book of Revelation chapter 9? That's coming up next. Hey everybody, this is Dana with the Wisdom Calls channel, helping you to understand the Bible better so that you can have a better relationship with God. Welcome to Bible Study Today. If you're new here, consider subscribing down below. We post new content, amazing new videos about three times a week. And with this Revelation series, you are not gonna wanna miss a single video. And I just wanna thank you guys so much for making it so popular. Also, don't forget to visit my website, whatyourpastornevertoldyou.com. You can subscribe there and you will be the first to be notified with each new video that we post. And when you subscribe, you'll also be able to contact us and send us little notifications, little emails about what you might like to see featured in these videos. Also, you guys, we're living in really exciting times. We're just days away from what's called the Great American Eclipse. It's going to cross all the way from Oregon all the way down, I think, to North Carolina, sweeping across the country. Some interesting things about that. We haven't had a total total solar eclipse in the United States in approximately 100 years. I think it's 99 years, something like that. So that, that has crossed from from coast to coast, I should say. There has been one other total solar eclipse in my lifetime, but um, it didn't cross from coast to coast, which this one is doing. Interestingly enough, there is going to be another total solar eclipse seven years from now. And how many people know that God definitely does things in sevens? That's an important time frame. So is it marking out a seven-year period? We don't know and we shall see. But we're going to watch and we're going to study the scriptures and we're going to compare what's going on in current day events and see if perhaps they are related. And speaking of that, the internet has been abuzz with talk about the September 23rd sign 2017. Is it the Revelation 12 sign? Is it the woman in the sky? And there is some interesting information about that as well. And so I'm going to be posting a video about that for you guys to weigh in on it. You can see what I have to think about it and see what the scriptures have to say about that sign. We're almost to Revelation 12, so you won't want to miss that. So is September 23rd a sign from God? Well, we're going to wait and find out, but we're going to do some research and some digging. By the way, I forgot to mention to you guys that when and the second total coast-to-coast -coast solar eclipse happens, and this time it's going to come across from down by Mexico on up and hit up towards the northeast part of, of America, it's going to make an X, and where X marks the spot is a really unique thing, you guys. I just found this out the other day. There is a place, which you may have heard of, and it's called the New Madrid Fault Line. And maybe many of you have heard, I have friends near the St. Louis area, but it's a fault line in the St. Louis, greater St. Louis area that has been responsible for some of America's worst earthquakes in their history. I mean, it has been amazing, the devastation, and those earthquakes can often be felt far away. I know my friends went through an earthquake, uh, several actually, in St. Louis, maybe a couple years back, and we actually felt the tremors all the way up here in northern Michigan. So there's an intense fault line there. What's interesting about this is, you guys, when this solar eclipse happens, in order for the solar eclipse to happen, the moon and the sun have to be in front of each other. And so when that happens, there's going to be an intense gravitational pull. Okay, so just like the moon by itself creates 
the tides. I mean, because the moon's gravitational pull is so much that it brings these huge amounts of water up farther on the beach. Imagine what could happen over the Mississippi River right there where the fault line is between the Ohio and the Mississippi rivers coming together and where they've already been experiencing earthquakes. And we've actually had a huge uptick in earthquakes in Yosemite National Park. But right there where this X is, where it's gonna cross over once in one seven year period and then cross over again, is that gonna cause massive earthquakes to happen? Is it gonna cause some breaking up to happen of the land? We don't know, but it's something to keep watch of and it surely is fascinating, it surely is interesting. So enough about the current events for right now. What we're gonna do is right now is we're gonna go ahead and slide right on over to reading our text today in Revelation chapter nine. We had seen in Revelation chapter 8, the angels sounding their trumpets. We've had four of the seven angels sounding their trumpets. And the last thing that was said in Revelation chapter 8 is that the last three are really horrible by compared to the first four. So let's go ahead and let's read Revelation chapter 9. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw that a star had fallen from the sky to the earth. We have mentioned before that oftentimes stars represent angels. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. So we see that the star is a person giving a key, given a key, a personality, right? It's not just a glowing gas ball, right? Um, when he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke of a gigantic furnace. So. Who knows where this shaft is going to be opened up? We don't know where it's going to be opened up. I mean, I'm kind of interested in that whole area, the Pacific Rim. They've got what they call the Ring of Fire, where there's all these all these places where lava is coming up from the earth. That's what helped to form the Hawaiian Islands. But there's a whole ring of fire where you've got stuff like this coming up. Is that perhaps going to open up and cause a lot of smoke to go up into the atmosphere? We don't know, but this is what's going to happen. When he opened the abyss, the smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the sky were darkened from the smoke from the abyss. And so we see here that during these last days, there's going to be times when the sun is darkened. Now, we've got the sun being darkened by an eclipse, and so the scriptures could be referring to that. But we also can see that events like this, smoke and vol volcanic activity, can cause the sun also to be darkened and the moon to be darkened. So we don't know which event is going to cause these things to happen like for example, when we had studied the celestial darkening where the sun goes dark and the moon doesn't give its light and a third of the stars do not show their light, we don't know, is that the result of an eclipse or is it the result of this event that's happening here? It could be this event. So we had talked previously about the fact that um, some people view the seals as separate from the judgments and that they go in chronological order because they're written in that order. So that seals come first and then trumpets. 
But we have seen other places in scripture like creation where you've got the six days of creation and then after that you have an expository of what happened during those days. And so it's not giving what happened on day 8 through 14, it's telling you what happened during the seven days and you tell from the context of that. It's interesting that some of the things that are happening with these trumpets do sound similar to what happens with the seals. The question is, are they happening a second time? So is it repeating these earthquakes and repeating the sun darkening? Or is it talking about the same event? We don't know for sure, but both are possibilities. And that's why we don't get dogmatic about prophecy. We read it, we know what it says so that when we see it happening, we can say, aha, that's what was spoken of. It's just like when the day of Pentecost came in Acts chapter, 20, uh, Acts chapter 2 and they, the fire fell from heaven. Now, no one would have predicted that this was going to happen, that fire was going to fall from heaven on the day of Pentecost and that all these believers were going to be speaking in all these different languages so that all the people around them could understand them in their own native language, glorifying God. That they didn't know that was going to happen ahead of time. But when it happened, the Holy Spirit revealed to Peter and he said, this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. Well, he had to know the prophet Joel, what Joel had to say in order for him to give the interpretation. Likewise, when we see these things begin to happen, we'll say, this is what was spoken of in the scriptures, okay? It says, the sun and the sky were darkened from the smoke of the abyss, and out of the smoke locusts came down on the earth and were given power like that of scorpions on the earth. But they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only the people who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So here it's talking about the seals. Okay, so the seals of God's on their foreheads. Now, when did the seals happen? That sealing, I believe, happened after the sixth seal. And so this appears to happen after that because it says that there were people that were sealed. So he says, don't. It says here in verse 4, they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people that did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Now, there's also, it appears to be a time frame separation here from what we heard in Revelation chapter 8, because in Revelation chapter 8, one of the trumpets said that all of the grass was burned up. Okay, so Revelation chapter 8 verse 7 says the first angel sounded his trumpet and a third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned up, and all the grass was burned up. But in this passage, it says that they were told not to harm grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those who did not have the seal of God on their foreheads. So because there is grass in this picture, whereas before all the grass was burned up, it seems to me there's been a time span where the grass has been allowed to regrow. So that's just my interpretation, but it is because there wasn't grass before and here we have grass there. Isn't it amazing the details that the Bible provides when you look at it, it's like, wow, who would have known that that would be in there? It says that they were not allowed to kill them, the people that did not have the seal of God, but only to torture them for five months. From when this angel sounds his trumpet to when the suffering is over from these scorpions, scorpion-like creatures, locusts, these locusts with a scorpion sting. They were not allowed to kill them, but only to torture them for five months. And the agony they suffered was like that of a sting of a scorpion when it strikes. During those days, people will seek death, but not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. 
On their heads, they wore something like crowns of gold and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair and their teeth was like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like the breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings was like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails with stingers like scorpions and their tails had the power to torment people for five months. They had a king over them, the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, it is Apollyon, that is, destroyer. So they have as chief of their locust army, this person whose name is Abaddon in Hebrew, Apollyon in Greek, and it means destroyer. The first woe is past, and the other the two other woes are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the four horns of the golden altar that is before God. And it said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. And the four angels who had been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. The number of mounted troops was twice 10,000 times 10,000, I heard their number. The detail here just boggles my mind. I mean, the detail with which these locust-type creatures are described, and when we hear the description, we think that isn't anything I recognize, but when the time comes, it will be recognizable. The other thing here is talking about the fact that these angels have been kept ready for this specific purpose, and not only for the specific purpose, but for the very hour, day, month, and year. So this has been a pre-appointed thing from creation where they knew that God has set aside this time for these things. He is not slow in keeping his promises. Everything will happen in its proper time. And he heard the number 10,000 times 10,000. Okay, so that's 100 million, 100 million troops. And they're mounted troops, so they're riding on horseback, it appears. The horses and the riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. So some people believe, and they could be correct, that here they're using the word horses because they didn't know anything about automobiles and vehicles, like that was the vehicle of the day. And so he's saying their horse or their vehicle looked like this, that it had a breastplate or a banner that had the colors of red, fiery red, dark blue, and yellow as sulfur. And that's something that I have been interested to look up and see, are there any groups or nations or peoples that go under that banner or is this going to be something that is like this angelic or demonic i'm not sure which it is this um spiritual army maybe it's a spiritual army and not so much a human army because it says here that um the heads of the horses resembled heads of lions and out of their mouths came fire smoke and sulfur so you could see like a lion having maybe like teeth on the front, uh, the front end of it, but out of them pouring fire, smoke, and sulfur. I've heard some people say this could be um, tank imagery. 
Maybe that's true. Not really sure. The power of these horse, the power of the horses was in their mouths and in their tails. And when you think of a tank, if you've got this big, you know, place for shooting weapons, shooting artillery out the front, and then also maybe a shooter in the back, that it could be similar to this imagery. But this says, for their tails were like snakes, having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands and they did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, and bronze, and stone, excuse me, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. See, some people believe that there is going to be a great revival somehow after the saints are raptured that somehow people that subscribe to the pre-tribulation belief system they have to do something with the scriptures that talk about the persecution of saints on earth after the time frame when they believe they're going to be raptured out and so in order to justify this conundrum they say well people are going to be getting saved during this time they're going to be coming to faith in God and giving glory to God as a result of that but we will see throughout the book of Revelation that it seems as though after the after the rapture of the church which appeared to take place in Revelation 7 there is no repentance it says that those who were wicked continued to be wicked um, they continued to worship idols. They continued in their magic arts. They continued in their sexual immorality. So despite the fact that God is bringing correction on them, they are continuing to shake their fists at God and continue to be in rebellion. So I don't really feel like that argument of these saints that become believers after the rapture, that that's really what the Bible's talking about when it's talking about believers having to endure to the end. I just don't see that in the scriptures because we don't read about conversions happening and we just read about the hardening of hearts happening. It actually reminds me a lot of when um, Moses went and talked to Pharaoh and God continued to harden his heart and so then he was able to pour out his wrath even more. I mean, Pharaoh deserved his wrath, but it was like he was able to pour out that wrath even more to the fullest on him because he continued to harden his heart. And this is what we see here um, with with mankind. They are not humbling themselves. They are not bending their knee. So this concludes the reading of Revelation chapter 9. So you can see why these are things that oftentimes pastors don't talk about from the pulpit because they aren't entirely clear and there could be many varied opinions on it. And so many times they probably just prefer not to bring it up yet we need to know these because if it wasn't important for us to understand these why would God be telling it to us so I think it's really important that we study and understand these scriptures and you're not gonna want to miss what happens in Revelation chapter 10 you guys if you have been amazed at what's already been foretold in the first nine chapters of Revelation your jaw is probably going to drop at what happens next. So you don't want to miss Revelation chapter 10. Hey, you guys, don't forget to check out my website, whatyourpastornevertoldyou.com, and go ahead and subscribe and send those videos out to your friends. Share them on Facebook if these videos have been giving value to you, which I hope and pray that they have been. And until next time, I'm Dana with the Wisdom Calls channel, helping you to understand the Bible better so that you can have a better relationship with God. Have a blessed day.